All right, here we are at what might be the last St. Louis FC game here at Fenton Soccer Park. Uh, last time we left off, uh, the FC was on the tough side of a 1-0 loss against Louisville. Since then, we watched with bated breath as Sporting KC2 took on the Indy 11, who are our opponents today, the Indy 11. Uh, due to some late-game heroics on the account of a 17-year-old Sparks, a late-game sub, uh, they actually went up 2-1, to one, which keeps FC alive. So, as the players start taking the field now, we're in the best we could hope for in that FC is alive. If they win, they're in. They take the playoffs. Indy 11 does have draw odds, so if it's in the event of a tie or a win on their part, Indianapolis takes the last playoff spot. What do you guys think about this situation, Will, Andrew? This is the best scenario for an last game heroic type of team that I feel like St. Louis FC's been. You know, uh, what we've won a lot of games in the last couple of seconds or plus time. And, I mean, what, what other better way to end a franchise in a must-win game that can take you to your second-ever playoffs? I mean, it just it's, it speaks St. Louis because we're just such a comeback type. I mean, you have the Blues that – dead last go to first you have st louis fc that's battling for a playoff every single game that they play it's just exciting sports i mean you can't you yeah. can't turn this kind of soccer down and yeah. it's hard to wish for because it's so stressful but at the same time you gotta love every minute of it i mean every second of tonight's game is gonna matter and that's what it's gonna come down to who wins the last seconds of the game it's beautiful soccer weather a little chilly uh rained a little today this is, uh, beautiful you weather and, uh, you can't ask for a better yeah. pitch and i i know i'm a little biased as a st louis fan but i like the way that we've been playing uh to the form that indy's been in they've been in a kind of a funk lately they haven't had many wins of late while they played well they just can't finish and st louis is playing maybe the best we've seen all year so and we made all of our remarks about the refereeing that we can. Uh, the the plus side to that is even though they didn't get a win last week, is that exactly as you said, they've looked they looked really good. That was probably one of their best played games all all year, all season. Uh, so definitely want to see more of that. But you're right, Andrew. That's kind of St. Louis sports. You know, it ke- keeps you on the edge of your seat. We've seen the cardiac Cardinals you know, cut it close enough times, even in their World Series wins. Um, and it, it, it'll, it's not good for our health, but it, it's definitely good for the game. It's good for our interest. It's, ex- it's exciting. Now, boys, what do you guys think is going to be the change for the, the roster here? You know, we've got our two guys back that were on red cards. Is there going to be a big change, or do we think that we're going to be the same as we were last game? Well, they're about to announce now. I'm hoping to see Tyler Blackwood start, but... Looks like they just announced Morton's in goal. I think Bryant and Paris Gee. Toby comes in instead. There you have it. He gets the start. 
this is where it's going to get interesting. Now, who are they going to put in the middle? Because there it is. Okay, so Guy Ben gets to get back in, even though I think Rivas was much better than him last week. Who's going to be on the right? More Sam or or Blackwood? Good. That's what I like to see. Well, guys, we'll make sure that we get back to you guys here with some news for the second half. Hopefully, we can get out firing here in this first half. Guys, you got anything else to say? Oh, have a good half. All right, guys, right where we want to be. St. Louis leading one and nothing at halftime on a goal by Tyler Blackwood. I didn't, I didn't get a get a great look at it, but it looked like Indy turned it over deep in their half and goalie was off his line and Tyler just finished it from about the top of the box, put it right past him. Yeah, Kyle Gregg with, I mean, he's been a menace up top right now. He's been blocking a lot of shots and up here, probably about half court, half field, he got his foot on a ball and it deflected off of him and Tyler was just already back in, already ready to pounce on that ball. Classic Kyle doing all the dirty oh, work. 100%. None of, none of the glory. Oh, he gets tons of glory. Kyle's my dude. <laughs> yeah, from from people who know, definitely, they know to look for it. But, yeah, he's, he's not always the guy on the scoreboard. True, true. That's, that's understandable. But, I mean, fortunately, that Indy came out here playing kind of a very conservative, calm game, thinking that they could probably play for the tie or – hold the ball and let St. Louis FC pass it around, but it came in and bit them right in the ass. I mean, Oh, yeah. They had stall we, tactics right out of the gate to where, you know, the fans are looking for a call going that way. Next thing you know, we go up one to nothing. We see the real Indy come out and start trying to stretch the field, and now, now they're getting upset that the ball's not getting back in play fast enough. The nice, the nice thing about this is the fact that Indy's going to have to push. So with our speed and the and our passings on right now, is it's going to be it's going to be one heck of a second half here. If if Indy pushes too much and doesn't respect Ciceroni or Blackwood or even Kyle or even Paris Gee getting in on the on the wing, they're going to have some some trouble containing the amount of firepower we have coming at him. I mean, Wall Falls already had two shots, and I think that's the most shots I've seen him take in about four or six weeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the the shots have looked really on target. But Paris Guy had a pretty good rocket that he fired that was either pushed high or just went a little high. Wall Fall had two blasts from a distance, so I, I'm with you. I like seeing the scramble. I think that's where St. Louis FC will, will look like the better team. Uh, it's great that they're not in that stalling position because when when the first half was going, they had so much the possession, but uh, the slow game just doesn't look like it's it's designed for them. Uh, yeah, I, I'd agree. They were they were given a lot of time, a lot of space, but they weren't making a whole lot happen with it. Uh, now we we keep going back to formations. This time we're seeing three back. Uh, how do we feel like the three backs are doing this game? I think I think they've been really collected. 
they're really organized back there. Kyle's talking to them, making sure they, they're aware of the guys on the wings. Um, I mean, Cicerone and Paris G are also getting back a lot in the defense, so it's it's almost like you have more than three guys back there. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to point out. As soon as they get close to our back third, it looks like all of our midfielders, wingers are just dropping way back. So, yeah, well, I'm with you. It doesn't look like three back at that point, but... I mean, as far as just moving the ball around and trying to get it upfield, they, they look like they're staying solid. Yeah, I mean, Toby gives us the ability to play with three backs. I mean, you have three backs that are all over six feet tall, built like bricks. I mean, you got Fink, you got Kavita, and you got Toby all right there. And, I mean, talk about an athletic line. I mean, I would be okay with any of those guys being on an island. We saw Sam right there take the guy out for a flop. I mean, any time I'm not worried about them dribbling at one of our defenders, which allows for Cicerone and Guy to feel that energy to be able to come back because they don't have to necessarily work as hard the whole game. Just when it matters, they have to get back, which makes the flow of the game look way better. Yeah, having Fink back in the lineup this week has been the other key to unlocking that again and feeling uh, confident with the three backs. I wonder if they'll change it now that they have a lead. But I think they stay the same. I don't think anything changes, and they're going to try to pile in as many insurance goals as possible because you don't you don't want to go into the playoffs just playing conservative. You want everything firing on all cylinders. So that's I don't what I'd like to comes see. Out here. Yeah. I don't think coach comes in with any changes or any any unnecessary changes. Will, what do you think? Any changes for the second half, or what would you like to see? I mean, I love the way they're playing. I, I hope they keep the lineup the same. I do see Trichy. I could see him going to Richie Bryan to pull out one of the wing mids, and that's reasonable. Have, have more on the on the defensive line. I, uh, I wouldn't mind if they shuffled the midfielders around a little bit. Uh, just figuring out something creative to get Rivas into this game, because uh, I really liked what he did last week. Right, he deserves to get in. I think Dakers gets in too. Just I think Kadim gets in as well. I think Kadim will get in because Blackwood did receive an early yellow card. We've already seen, what, three yellows on uh, the side of the FC? Yeah, and then we saw our first one towards the end of the, the first half on uh, Indy there getting a little mouthy. So yeah. this is going to turn up to possibly be a pretty intense second half. It's There's a lot riding on the line. I mean, everybody's intense. We've got a couple more people in the fans here for the last game at home. It's, it's, it's going to be... It's going to be for the books. This is going to be very exciting, and I hope there's tension. That's what I love. I love to see the competitive side of the game. If if they shy away and we pound in goals, then what's more exciting than winning 4 nothing? <laughs> or if it stays 1-0, you can imagine that there's going to be tons of, tons of intensity from Indy and St. Louis. Uh, it's going to be a good half. Here we, it's going to be nerve-wracking. Uh, it's going to lose some years on my life, but here we go. <laughs> yes, here we go, later. boys. Boys, what a second half. What a second half. (laughs) Man, what an ending. I mean, talk talk about a game. I would have to say that that is a perfect note to end St. Louis FC here at um, Soccer Park. Thank you.
Yeah. I mean, the the scorecard just showed a couple of PKs is what it turned into, but it, it turned into a game with a lot of a lot of broken plays, a lot of scrambles. But man, uh, we we really got to see what Indy had to deliver in the final minutes there. Especially, they just had corner after corner. It was wild, but you know, FC wasn't without their counterattacks, and I mean, they they just I think the the better team won today, and it was cool to watch. Would have to agree. I mean, it's sad that this is the last time we'll ever be watching a game at Soccer Park. But man, the boys came ready to play. What an effort they put in! It's 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 all oh, the emotion you could see coming into the boys, and I mean that last whistle. It felt like forever. <laughs> I mean, you could hear in the stands, people are just asking, like, man, minute after minute went by, and you're like, okay, so this isn't going to happen, or what, what's, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, as soon as that. Four minutes of added time that felt like 14. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, man. And I mean, you can still see the emotion on some of these guys. I mean, you saw Sam and yeah. Kyle and. Lots of gratitude. Kyle just. Lots of gratitude coming from them, extending to the, the people that are here, which is obviously a very limited number. Uh, yeah, definitely a cool moment. And it is bittersweet in a way because no matter what, it's, it's the end. You won't see more here. But they won. They, they're extending it as best they can. You know, we're seeing as much soccer out of them. Even if you're not in person, you get to see it on, on screen. And, you know, it's better than the alternative. Yeah. So next weekend we get either Hartford or Pittsburgh, depending on who finished in first in Group F. Okay, I mean honestly, I'm not I'm not scared of either, but I I know we've oh Thomas I got I to do Thomas my is my dude. I got to do some <laughs> homework on Hartford, but Pittsburgh we've seen a bit of what they have to offer. Yeah, they have Tomas, which is like impossible to score on. Right, <laughs> our former keeper. Yeah. Yeah. We found a way last time, though. Our, 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 yeah, we did. We did. We, it was 1-1, one, one, right? No, we came back from two goals down to tie it. Oh, 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Mm, Tomas is going to be – he's going to be our future uh, MLS goalkeeper. So, I mean, <laughs> if, so. we, if we play them, I'm going to be, like, torn on who to – I'm kidding. SDLFC <laughs> all the way. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's, Tomas, I'm sorry we're going to ruin your playoff dreams. But we got your back when it's time for 2023 to have you open up the new stadium. I got you. Don't worry. That'll be the compensation back for him. Yeah. I mean, I'll make sure. We'll, we'll roll this through. I got you. Don't okay. worry. Tomas Gomez, you hear me you can, right now. You can broker the deal. Yep. I'll get it. I'll get the deal done. Okay. Uh, now, Tomas, Tomas and that with Sam Fink on the back line. <laughs> well, <laughs> if Sammy's got much left, I mean – yeah. That would be amazing. I would love to see that. Hey. Now let's talk some soccer. What I mean, yes, we saw a little bit of broken down plays, but I would say overall we saw a similar STLFC uh, team out there with the, the possession. I mean, we didn't have the ball a whole lot more, say, on some of the the possession in the last, what, 15 minutes. But I'd, I'd say we, we hung on to the ball when we needed to really well. We moved the ball well. We, we involved a lot of players. Uh, yes, there were some downsides to it, but at the same time, we were playing a whole different other team, and Indy was just 
kind of starting to throw scrappers out there and try to get as much as they could going out of out of anything. Yeah, you could call this game a tale of two halves because it was like as soon as they came out of the locker room, both teams were like, okay, the field you stepped onto in the first half, that's not this one. It's a completely uh, – I mean, same objectives, different game plan, right? And Because you know that your opponents are going to play it differently. At first, we saw a lot of time-spending tactics on Indy's side, and then the coin kind of flipped when FC went up one to nothing off of Blackwood's goal. Uh, and then the second half came out, and you just knew that both people were going to be aggressive for the ball, really contesting everything they can. They weren't giving nearly as much space uh, in the backfield for, on the uh, part of FC. Because in the first half, when it, the Indy 11 did make it towards our back third, they were given a lot of room for their midfield to play around, switch it up, yeah. move the ball left yeah. to right. They were given a lot less room in the second half. But we also saw some really cool moves coming out of the defense where people were burning the rest of the gas in their tank. We saw uh, Guy make several runs all the way downfield, all the way at the goalkeeper at times. Uh, who's our other defender we saw find himself near the goal? Uh, Toby. Toby. Yeah, Toby. Yeah, Toby had Edwella. a long run or two. It, it was just there was definitely a fire lit. You saw those guys wanting wanting to, you know, transition that ball, make sure something happened, uh, you know, on their mark if nobody else's. Guys were throwing bodies. I mean, we saw a lot of deflections, right. lots of lots of nasty plays around there because, like you said, Indy had corner after corner, and you. I mean, that's when you're getting into that realm of where you're just giving the, the team corner after corner, you see tons of just guys give their body, block it with whatever they can, get it out with whatever they can. And, I mean, obviously, hometown heroes, Sam Fink comes up with a whole bunch of headers. Kavita came Kavita, up with some yeah. headers. And, I mean, who was that? Toby that blocked it full body slide? Yeah. Paris, Paris. He had Paris. a couple slide tackles. Yeah. I mean, it was A lot of people put their bodies on the else. line for sure. Yeah. So the team that wanted it the most, you saw you saw that energy different. Now, could that have changed based off of these PKs? I mean, think of our first PK, the goalkeeper got his glove on it. Yeah. I mean, I saw some flashes of Will Sutan in our rec goal right there <laughs> getting the deflection. <laughs> but I mean you go you turn that around and he blocks that, it's a whole different, different game. Absolutely. And you even flip it in the other way and Indy's Kyle almost, uh, Kyle Morton almost saved the PK on Indy. If he if he blocks that, what kind of uh, needle does he have there? Does he pop the energy that Indy has left? Does he fire something up? There's all kinds of things that we could have seen the way this game went, and I felt like that whole second half was tons of just change. What's going to happen? The, the the needle of momentum just didn't stay in one spot. If you look at the scorecard too, you know just. As far as penalties go, the cards came out early. They came out often. You would think that there were far more fouls in the first half than there were the second, but it seemed like uh, the ref decided she was going to keep it a little more loose. She was definitely close on a lot of the plays, a lot of the critical plays in the second half. So, I mean, as much as some of the other games, refing was a big issue, this one, it made its stamp on the game. But I would not call it an issue, and I'm not just saying that because we got the decision. It it looked like a pretty well called game all in all. It was just a very chippy game, very very rough and tumble. Yeah, I thought she kept things in order. Maybe brought the cards out too early. Um, 
Which, I mean, the guys are going to be sore tomorrow. Uh, oh yeah, I think only yes, they will. I mean, only and, one and if, guy came off. If you show early cards, that's 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 a you know that might be the decision you make. I'm glad that she took her foot off the gas because I didn't want the whole game decided by penalties. The yeah. PK that they did get was kind of placed in a questionable spot. Hard to say. Usually the benefit is given that it's just outside of the box if it's near the line. Uh, but, again, you, you can't really argue with the result of it and how, how it all went down. I, I, I'm with you. I wouldn't have called – I wouldn't have gone to the cards as early as she, she did, but I think that she balanced it out in the second half. There were more no calls. A lot of those slide tackles, it seems like some of the refs just – automatically give it to whoever's standing whoever gets knocked down not who slides first but there's a lot of skill to that we saw some excellent athleticism on display with with some of those clearances some of those tackles you know i I mean like you said the unsung hero kyle craig just (laughs) doing work up top pushing off two three guys at a time fighting for every deep ball to to make sure that he spends the clock and does what he can would you say yeah. he's your man of the match? I think he I think it's tough because we have such a workhorse defense that the work that he does gets overshadowed in that way. I would give him definitely like the spirit award or the you know something along those lines. Uh tonight we saw them honor uh Kavita as kind of the man of the season which I love that call. He he's become you know one of my favorite players. I, I feel like he can kind of, kind of do it all, but I think I think my man of the match is Kyle Morton. Kyle Morton, I think that's a good call. I I that this was the first game I can say I was impressed with not only his goalkeeping skills, but his management of the yes. field. He played the ball well. I saw him throw the ball out of his hands for the first time I think I've ever seen. <laughs> he gave a beautiful ball I mean, with the right action on it to Guy down the line to Paris. Yeah, that yeah. was great. He's he was impressive to me tonight, and I think a lot of his communication led to our back three to be as strong as they were. They were always disciplined. They were always in communication with each other, and and you could tell. Yes, they got one unlucky PK there, but you take away that PK, and even with the corners, Andy didn't have much offense. Well, and we often see him punching the ball away. During the game, we were talking about it. He's really catching the ball a lot. Some of the ones, you know, if he – he wasn't in perfect position for it he'd at least get up there slap it out of the air it was okay at that point to give them that number of corners because they just kept kind of overshooting the goal when they're hitting the direct balls we had so many members of the team just getting in front of them so yeah i I think that's a great assessment morton being top key player if if not him you know blackwood was subbed out early but gosh that guy's clutch I, I, I love the decision of starting him, giving him time to do his work. Uh, I yeah. see. He always seems to come out with a goal. And he's he gets creative at times, and he just gets efficient at times, you know? That's what I like to see in, in a strong offense, you know, a strong attacker. Efficiency. Yeah, efficiency. You don't have to take forever with it, but you can't always just go straight up the gut. You can't always yeah. just go go right at it. Will, you got anything to add? No, I think, uh, yeah. Black, I think we're there. Yeah, Blackwood's clutch. Coming up clutch with that first goal to take some of the pressure off. 
And uh, my man of the match would probably be the back line, the tie for all of them. Ah, uh, it's a great, very uh, diplomatic of you. <laughs> You're a man. Well, of the guys, <laughs> we look forward to next weekend. We will, we will be, we will be there. Whether it's in person or on a on a screen, we're gonna be supporting those guys in green. Uh, I've been, that's I've for made sure. a few appearances on the podcast. I just want to thank you guys for having me on. Uh, yeah, we loved a, it. Great Every experience, it. really fun, and I look forward to what else you guys have to offer. Even beyond this, these playoffs, once those are finished, you know, I want to hear more about the prospective MLS stuff and you know what else is happening in the world. So, well, thank you guys for the content you put out and letting me join in. Thank you, John. Yes, thank you. Look forward to having you on. We, we've loved your voice and, of course, your beautiful man bun, and we can't <laughs> wait to to show some of these um, people what what truly it's like to have an MLS podcast. Yeah, it'll be good. Alrighty, I'm hanging up. Let's put the boots up.